Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show, coming to you from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined this week via Skype by my good friend, Ms. Denny Sunderly. Hey there. And our producer, Mr. Corey Fiascanaro. Hey, everybody. And yes, we are back in the studio. Denny is not here with us because she's convinced we are all filthy, disgusting, <laughs> virus-ridden people. Yep. Um, indeed. Indeed. Um, <laughs> but uh, so this week, we are going to talk about the best uh, best moderate resort for dining. Um, Fiasco came up with these, these topics. I thought this was a really good one. Yeah. Um, because... I will tell you what I will fire anybody on this call that says Port Orleans Riverside. Yeah, no. As the answer to that. That is not on my list. Good. No. Good. That's very very <laughs> very good because Port Orleans Riverside of course home to the infamous awful potentially the worst restaurant on Disney property consistently boat rights. Um this is a terrible restaurant. This is a terrible restaurant. There are people who love it. Obviously, there must be enough of them because they are they're still open. They haven't changed anything. But, you know, uh, there was a time where that was the case with Shutters, which was the table service restaurant at Caribbean Beach. And then when they rehabbed, they changed. They got rid of Shutters. They shuttered Shutters. And... <laughs> opened up Sebastian's, which is why Caribbean Beach is on my list, is my pick for best moderate resort for dining. Um, first of all, they have that incredible poolside cabana area right outside of Sebastian's. That's, you know, during the afternoon and the evening hours are serving various appetizers and things from Sebastian's. Um, the food court is all right it's not but sebastian's itself is incredible is absolutely incredible um yeah i I couldn't agree more my number one hands down is is caribbean beach because of sebastian's um i agree the food court also is just kind of whatever um but another thing is like they're their gift shop's food area is like at a DVC level for their selections. They have so many things that they're just quick grab and go options, snacks, stuff like that, that other moderates don't really, they don't really have the same options in their gift shops. But yeah, Sebastian's just hands down. It's one of my favorite restaurants of all time. Also, it's not Caribbean Beach, but now that you have Riviera there as well, uh, you're walking distance to their dining options too. So. But it's working in reverse, though. You've got people from Riviera, yeah, walking over to Caribbean yes. Beach, yep, for that. Denny, what about you? What's on your list? Yeah, so on my list, kind of topping my list right now is Coronado Springs. Um, just with the really, um, it, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking if if I'm booking a vacation and I want to stay in a location that's got a lot of options. Coronado Springs has a lot of options right now with the addition last July of Grand Destino Tower that um, opened up Toledo as a table service as a really nice. I know you had, Pete, you had a funky experience at it's Toledo. Grossly, I think Toledo's grossly overrated. See, grossly I, overrated. 
Yeah, I've been there. I've been there twice now and have really, I've enjoyed what I've had. I know that Sean has mentioned that that blue cheese appetizer is like the best blue cheese he's ever had. I'm right there with him. It's got blue cheese and honey going on. Um, I love, they've got um, um, the taste of um, just the tasting candy bar that I know Fiasco has talked about before. That's so, so good. So then you've also got Maya Girl, which admittedly I've never been to before. Oh, and I know it, no, it doesn't no. get good reviews. <laughs> it doesn't get good reviews. I'm sorry, let me just to interrupt you, but you yeah. know, um, uh, it doesn't get good reviews. And because Coronado, is such a big resort for conventions. And you see this at convention and hotels yeah. all the time. A lot of these folks are there on expense accounts. So the table service restaurants jack the prices up. Sure. What you get at that restaurant for what you pay, oh, forget it. It's ridiculous. It's not yeah. worth it. I, I do like, um, so we used to go to the pepper market back when the pepper market was the pepper market. Now it's called El Mercado de Coronado. It's got a little bit of a different theming. They've redone the space. So it's cleaner. It's more modern. There are Edison, um, strings of Edison lights hanging. It's, it looks really aesthetically pleasing. And there's lots of different options for other people. If you're going to go there at lunch or dinner, I highly, highly recommend the cheesesteak with the seasoned potatoes. Delicious. Um, Las Ventanas, which was a table service location, has been closed. So I was there just before checking on that, just before the temporary closure uh, period here this spring. So Las Ventanas is closed, but I spoke with a cast member at Rick's Lounge. They are actually serving the Las Ventanas breakfast options at Rick's in the morning. So if El Mercado isn't your thing, you can go just across the way to Rick's and have a have something that maybe feels a little bit more like a table service entree. So and and their snack, their uh, Rick's grab and go there is. Their desserts always look just amazing. So for me, that's that's where my my mind gravitated to as far as how many different options for a traveling party do you have available to you? And I kind of, I liked what I saw at Coronado. I also like Caribbean Beach. What they've done with Centertown Market, their food court area, their how they've renovated all of that is really nice. And they've got a great salad option or two there, um, among other things as well. So I do, I do get where you're coming from with Caribbean beach. All right. So let's say that we limit this to food courts only. If we're talking about moderate resorts okay, and we limit it, like just take table service off the table. Um, and we just talk about the, uh, the, the food courts. Fiasco, where would you lean on the food court? That's a tough one. Um, so I think that uh, Port Orleans French Quarter does have a fairly diverse uh, food court offering. Uh, me personally, when I go to like a Disney food court, I'm not the person that really is into the chicken nuggets and burger options, stuff like that. Um, I, I always want to go get something different if I have the option to. And I know at French Quarter, you do have all those more New Orleans-inspired options like uh, like jambalaya and stuff like that. Um, so I would probably lean towards there. And even saying that, so the food court is Sasagula. Um, even saying that, I don't think 
Sasagula is the best, though. Um, if I had to pick, I would honestly want to go to one of the table service options and go to Caribbean Beach. But in the case of food court, probably French Quarter. All right, Danny, what about you? Okay, so Fiasco, I agree with you about Port Orleans French Quarter. I've got it on my list. I've eaten all I've, breakfast, lunch, and dinner at that um, and dessert at that dining location at that food court. Um, I've had the um, sustainable fish, the the Southern Classic sustainable fish before. You get three, like you said, you get some authentic New Orleans flavors going on there. You can choose from their mock shoe or their um, their green beans, their mac and cheese, and the fish that they present in the dish is is it's it's a Cajun version, a blackened fish version of um, of what you might see in New Orleans. I personally, that's we gravitate over there. My husband and I will go there. I'll grab a uh, personal favorite is if you're in a salad mood that evening, the Sasagula Power Salad. Super good. Comes with shrimp or chicken. And it's $11.99. So it's a good value. Um, we also kind of gravitate over to El Mercado at Coronado as well. There's just lots of different unique kind of offerings there. Um, so I think those would be, those are the two that kind of bubble up to the surface with me. Well, you know, for me, uh, it is French Quarter. I think the uh, Sessagula Float Works, the, 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 mm-hmm. Uh, quick service food court at Rivers or at uh, French Quarter. I've always, I've always found that to. Be, I mean, it's like it's like all of them. It goes in waves. There are times where it's really good, and there are times where it's not. My last half dozen experiences there over the course of a couple of years were very, very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in terms of. You know, those New Orleans flavors, those, those, they're very specific and they're very unique and they do it well. And they really, you know, I think part of it is not just how good the food is. It's how well do they carry the theme of the resort into what they offer. Yeah. And I think French Quarter does that better than any of the other moderates. Um, again, if we're talking about food court, um, when you throw table service in there, it, Upends everything. Right. Um, they used to have one wonderful table service in French Quarter, and I'm really sad. They closed that years ago. can't remember the name of it now, but it was phenomenal. Great table service restaurant. And they mm-hmm. closed it, which made no sense to me because the one they left open was Boatwright's. It's like, yeah. But I guess because <laughs> that's the larger resort of the two, and they were going to get rid of one, they certainly weren't going to get rid of it. And I don't know why they just well, they couldn't have moved it over to riverside because the theme wouldn't have fit but so i actually caribbean beach was my number one for table service but i my contender actually also was coronado springs um and i know i've heard the majority of people i've talked to say negative reviews about the restaurant say they didn't like toledo pete you said you didn't like toledo uh everybody doesn't like maya grill uh, however, the three times I've been to Toledo and the two times I've been to Maya Grill, I liked it. And those, I mean, you didn't find the prices at Maya Grill. You didn't look at that menu and go, "Are you serious for Mexican food? Are you kidding? Are you going to feed this to me?" No, I mean, that, it's like when every time I go in there, 
and I look at these prices and I'm like, and look, it's not, I'm not particularly shy about expensive restaurants. If I'm getting good food and you know, okay, I get it. I'm at Disney world, but this was like, even for Dis by Disney standards, these prices were absurd. And then the food that came out was basic. I can get it at any Mexican restaurant anywhere and pay a fraction of the cost for it and probably have it better. So both times I went, uh, I did get the shrimp tacos both times. But, um, you know, the rice and the corn salsa that it came with were both really good. Um, I don't remember the exact price I paid for them, but I believe it was in the ballpark of like between 20 and $25. Um, and I mean, I liked it. I haven't like I haven't tried other things on the menu, uh, but that one thing I did try, thought was pretty good. Oh, <laughs> it's fiasco. He hit his head when he was in the Navy, and he's been dealing with it ever since. Multiple times. Yeah. Um. So, all right. Well, there you have it. That's a a quick look at our thoughts on best dining options at Disney's moderate. Resorts, we hope you enjoyed that. We'll be back with you again next week with another edition of the Disney Dining Show. Have a great week, folks.